Yo, everybody. Welcome. I'm glad I hit the right button. Me too. Welcome to Playing the Game Podcast. I'm Brock White with my, my homie over here. What's going on, everybody? It's Cody. Cody. Ransom sitting over here with my dude. Yeah, and we got a special guest today. I have known this guy. Seems like I've known him my whole life, but it's only been three years. <laughs> Time flies. And just to give everybody, like, what great first impression I had with him. I picked him up from the airport for a Colorado deer hunt, and not even 10 miles back to the trailer, I get a speeding ticket. <laughs> Anyways, and uh, I met him through a really good friend, Caleb, who had, we had a, on the podcast earlier. He is a media guru. He shoots excellent what would, uh, f- pictures. Um, he's a filmographer. Is that a word? It's a word. Yeah, and uh, he, he's made... So is photographer. Photographer. That's a word as well. Photographer. <laughs> is that the word you're looking for? Well, he does films. Yeah, and right. he does pictures. He does... Cinema photographer. Does he make movies? Yes. There you go. He's done... If any of you have seen any of my hunting um, videos, he's done most of them, actually. And so, with that being said, welcome to the podcast, Ryer Porter. What's up, guys? So, bud. What's up? So, you just heard our um, rendition of, of what you are. <laughs> why don't you, why don't you yeah, tell us are, what you do? Yeah, well, who are you? <laughs> uh, you know, I go by a lot of names. I've actually got a list on my phone oh, let's, of all the nicknames I've been called my whole life. Let's uh, go through them. Uh, well, what do you call me, Brock? What's your nickname for me? Um, I, I can't say it. I feel like you should say it. <laughs> I just heard it three seconds you ago. You can't say it? <laughs> well, well, no. Brock, I call him the Leprechaun. Which I got the a couple. Leprechaun. The, the. Lepre- the Leprechaun. My kids, I've convinced all my children that he's a Leprechaun. <laughs> and they keep, every time he comes over and stays at the house, they keep asking him questions like, where's your gold? Where are you? I'm going to be prepared next time. I'm going to bring like a hat. I'm going to bring a hat and some gold. And like, <laughs> as, I'm gonna invite him back maybe tomorrow. Yeah, yeah. Maybe maybe right when they're getting ready for bed or something, I like just sneak past through the hallway in my leprechaun hat and like dribble some little pieces of gold coin out. Dribble some pieces of gold. Just just so they can see it, and then the next morning they'll be like, "I saw you in your hat. What are you talking about? I don't know what you're talking about. You just see me do anything." I gotta. It's incredible. I gotta make sure my kids don't listen to this podcast because I don't <laughs> listen to all the podcasts. I was gonna say because they, they listen to all of them. Yeah, they haven't listened to any, but I gotta make sure they stay away from this one. I don't want to like ruin their their dreams of knowing a, a real life leprechaun. Yeah, you <laughs> definitely because like one of the biggest questions they have for you is where's your hat. Yeah, yeah. well, I try to explain to them that. The image that they have in their head of what a leprechaun is is not really what a leprechaun is, you know. Kind of stereotypical, but we're not all like that. We're not all short and mean. Some of us are tall and really nice, you know. Super nice. Some are tall and burly. Yeah. Yeah, bear looking. 
Just yeah. if, if you had to describe yourself, describe yourself for the the listeners so they get a good idea. Well, I would say I'm kind of like a good mix between a lumberjack, <laughs> hipster, hipster, <laughs> and and like a cowboy. All in one with oh. with with a cross eye just to throw people off. Just and then every once in a while, I like to sprinkle in some Hawaiian t-shirts and short shorts just to really throw people short, for a that's loop. That's so true. That is, I totally <laughs> forgot about. You know, like, it's I just so got true. a vision in my head of this. No, like sometimes he is so western out. He got the cowboy boots, like full western wear. And then the other day, he comes down here and he buys full. I, we took him down to Dixon and he bought this flowered shirt, right? And I, get I a, bought, it's a skull shirt. It's, it's got the little silhouettes of the candy skulls and tacos on it. Oh, uh, yeah. Candy skulls but and it's like, tacos? It's like a, yeah, it's like a button-down short yeah. sleeve. It's like the most comfortable shirt I've got. It's so airy. Like, you wear that in Arizona 100%. Yeah, and then he, he beautiful. pulls out, like, the 1982 NBA basketball shorts when they're halfway up. <laughs> I like it. With the shirt. And this description just reminded me of, have you guys watched <laughs> Queen of the South? Have you seen that TV show? No. Or Netflix or whatever? Uh-uh. Yeah. Oh, never mind. Well, my, describe. My, now you well, got to tell me. <laughs> the guy's name's George on there. It's King George. And he's like, for anybody listening that's watched King of the South, that's what popped into my head. But oh, perfect. Doesn't help if you haven't seen it, so. Yeah, me and I'll have to look it up. suck. Ryer. Looking it up right now. Ryer's like. <laughs> Me and him have been on a bunch of hunts together. How many hunts have we mm-hmm. been? Oh, totally. Yeah, what do you think? the only thing that he's, he's got lacking. a Hawaiian shirt. Yeah, he doesn't have the long red beard, but you know, dude, and Briar's beard is gorgeous. Yeah, well, this guy just has. It was. Thank beard. you. I grew it myself. So <laughs> 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 I like a lot to tell of work. A lot of hard work. Wait, there were some stories like that I purposely didn't tell. Like uh, like some hunting stories that we didn't even, I wasn't allowed to talk about because you you wanted to tell your side, right? No, what story was that? Like the uh, there was the Utah hunt. Yeah, right. I don't. I never told you you couldn't tell that story. Well, I, just, I think Brock said. I think Ryer needs to tell that story, and I don't remember which one we were talking about. I yeah, there was the Utah look. elk hunt. Let's see, you filmed a lot. Like, you've done a bunch of dune yeah. trips. Mm-hmm. I guess back to your original question, because we got sidetracked. For people who want to know Shocker. my official... Yeah. Yeah, I know. I'm, I'm the worst of any of them. But uh, my official job title at Copeland Creative, which is where I work, is field producer slash editor, which technically is just a fancy term for videographer slash photographer slash video editor slash podcast producer slash social media manager. So I kind of, I do, I do a lot of stuff. Those are all words we came up with. Yeah. Like we did a good job. Yeah. Yeah. We missed the social media manager. one. Social media manager. Like I didn't, dang it. I'm sorry. It's okay. He fixed it. Yeah. You did fix it. Um, It's okay. So he he wears a lot of hats, not just the leprechaun hat. No, he Mm -hmm. doesn't wear that. He, he has not just a big green hat. Where's a lot of them? Got a couple hats. B- a bike. 
um, helmet. Oh, dude. Yeah. Dude. I'm scrolling Instagram, so I'm getting footage. Hey, there's very <laughs> there are some very different stories about very I mean, I'm gonna have Caleb on. Maybe maybe we should call Caleb and have you guys duke Caleb's it out about Caleb's asleep. <laughs> Might be it's nine forty five down it's here. It's late over there. I forgot. We're West Coast, they're not. But it's nine forty five and Caleb you know Caleb. As soon as he gets a chance to hit the pillow, he's gone. He's out of there. He's out. Doesn't even have to hit a pillow. It could be a chair. It could be whatever. <laughs> it's, it's still a hundred and sunny here, so we're so the sun is still up. Man, that sun's been gone for an hour. We got another hour of sun here. Yeah, it's not ending, and it's not cooling down. No, it's hot. Yeah, Dude, have we we fit triple digits? Right? Yeah, it's a hundred and something today. Yeah, you mean already? Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah, a couple of weeks ago it was too. global, it's but also just, like three days ago it was like eighty. It was weird. It was nice. It was super nice. Miss me with that. That's what way too hot. What is today? Eighty hot or a hundred? Is, it, is today? Too, what's today? Yeah. Tuesday. Tuesday. Yeah, like last Friday, the it was like fifty-six degrees. Or no, it was Saturday. Yeah. So one of these days, it was like fifty-six degrees at like six o'clock outside. It was great. Yeah. A.M. W.M. Warnings are still good. The mm. midday is starting to become miserable. It's warm. Yeah. Like, I've reached my point where it's time to leave. You stand on a, <laughs> in a, on a field in a baseball uniform at about that time of day. It's not very fun anymore. Yeah, like, when, when, I, I don't I know how you do it, Cody. But, so. I'm old and I just stand. In yeah, the you know, we were driving down <laughs> to Mexico and we were going through the sand dunes and it was Midday is 85. And we're like, should we just stop here and maybe do a day trip? <laughs> like, just because it's 85, that's pretty dang good. Yeah, this time of year. Yeah, might as well start ripping. There ain't nobody out there. Hey, so. That's got to be hot, though. How that's did still got to be hot. Out there, yeah, it'll probably be. I mean, direct sunlight. There's definitely no shade out there. Um, Ryer. That's me. How did you start? In your mini hats. Just life? Just like, how did I start life? Or yeah, like, He was born. Were you, when yeah. you were a little, like, a second, like, when you were a second grade in leprechaun school, did, like, you think, <laughs> I'm going to be, I'm going to be making hunting films that people are going to No. Make? No, I, when I was in second grade in leprechaun school, I was trying to get into the uh, leprechaun air force. <laughs> the and air why, force? Fly plane <laughs> for the Irish. You're for the Irish or the U.S. Uh, not really supposed to talk about that. Secret, <laughs> very secret. Yeah, so really, it's it's kind of a joint effort between the uh, supernatural world and the United States government and <laughs> the supernatural. Uh, you're like and an, the Irish mob, dude. You're an <laughs> you're an Avenger, man. An Avenger. Yeah, you're like borderline Avenger. Yeah, except for I, it's a whole different kind of universe. The Marvel Cinematic Universe is like superheroes and the galaxy and stuff, whereas the universe that I operate in is like fairies and leprechauns and <laughs> stuff like that. A little bit different, but like kind of the same. Kind of the same. Real close. <laughs> Similar. Bigfoot. Bigfoot's in my universe. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. That's who you're fighting. That's a fun universe. I watch everything on TV about him. Bigfoot? That's what I... 
that's what I like to tell people I'm doing. Like if I'm in the airport with a big camera, because anytime you go through the airport with a camera, people are like, man, what are you filming, dude? What do you got? Why you got that big camera? And like 99.9% of people don't even know that hunting shows exist. Uh, and like, they don't care about hunting. So like if some lady and her son is standing in line for Starbucks and I got my camera flung over my shoulder and they ask me what I'm doing, and I say, oh, I'm going to film hunt. They're like, oh, okay, cool. And that's it. But <laughs> if you're like, oh, yeah, I film for the Discovery Channel. Uh, we're going to film Bigfoot. Somebody got a sighting of him up over here. and We're just trying to see if we can go catch him on camera. They're like, what? <laughs> <laughs> Bigfoot's real. It's Dude, like, have you ever seen him? Oh, yeah. No, I've never seen him. I've been on 100 trips, you know, but He's there. We're, at, we're after him. We're close. We're like, close. We're getting there. And you can see the little cat's eyes are just like, holy crap. And they're like, this is awesome. Cool. Even the mom's starting to like, oh, my gosh. He's real. <laughs> Every, anytime you got someone that actually looks kind of legitimate, because most of the time those people are very, you like look at them and you're like, okay, this guy's a little kooky. But you get someone pretty legitimate as yourself saying they're on the, the chase for Bigfoot. Well, the people well, start ever to believe you. I've ever told you my theory as to why I will never see aliens or Bigfoot or like the Chupacabra or anything like that. Because I hundred percent like I'm with you, Cody. I watch all of those shows. The I Chupacabra those shows. Yeah, you never heard of that? Yeah, I know it is. The sucking goat. Yes. Yeah, that's like down where you're at. That's, that's like your that's your zone. That's your more, thing. It's more south. He only yeah. knows that because he knows Spanish, so he has no idea what, what he's talking about. He's These so, farmers—I know what that means. They, the farmers come out like there's this dead goats. animal, and it's like, oh, it's the chupacabra. It's, it's like, or it could have been goat. a mountain lion, or a jaguar, but you know, also maybe a chupacabra. But well, here's the deal. Here's why I know that I'll never see any of them, even though, like, I'm fairly con- convinced the aliens are like real. I don't know about Bigfoot. Maybe. I've seen some documentary footage that's a little spooky <laughs> of Bigfoot. Like there's a there's a series called uh, The Hunted Four One One or something like that. It's a documentary that a dude made, and it was basically he went and looked at hunters disappearing without a trace in the wild because people disappear without a trace all over the place all the time, but hunters is both y'all know are generally fairly skilled outdoorsmen. We normally know how to get Hold in on. out. That's a very the- loose term. Well, I mean, have you, I, I've hunted in some areas that I wouldn't trust a single, like if they, if there wasn't a road, they ain't hunting. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> but like, but like your hunter, your hunter is going to be better a little bit better than just like plain city Jane going out for a hike with her dorky poodle. You know what I mean? Oh yeah. Theoretically, a hunter is going to be harder to steal, I suppose. And this guy was looking at a whole bunch of cases of really experienced hunters just disappearing without a trace. And then there was some footage of these dudes up in the Sierra mountains that I think is probably the most convincing footage. And you don't even see anything. It's just noises, but it's the most convincing footage I've ever seen or heard. Anyways, I'll never see Bigfoot. And the reason is, 
Have you ever seen good footage of aliens or Bigfoot or the Lost Ness monster or anything ever? Have you ever seen good footage of it? It depends no. on what you consider good footage, I guess. Well, there was this Netflix series of the Special Forces guys in Canada, and if you said you watched everything, Cody, like you've had to see this guy. Is Sasquatch. It's one of those movies you watch when you can't sleep at night because it ain't worth your time during the day. <laughs> so and is it a movie? It's like a full Netflix thing. I'm, I'm guarantee you Netflix had to have taken it down. Like, I was, Is it a documentary or a movie? A documentary. Is it fake or real? Documentary. And he had like footage of these things. And But it's like, eh, eh, this guy's pretty... Did he just like put a... I don't know. Like, it's just... Maybe I thought it would look more real because it was two in the morning. I don't know. <laughs> what I'm saying is all the footage I've ever seen of like Bigfoot or aliens is out of focus and it's shaky. And the exposure is all off, and they're recording it with their Nokia flip phone from 1925. Yes, 1925. Whenever, whenever I'm running around in the woods, I got like a $10,000 camera, and I know how to use it. And they know that. So they're not going to come out in front of me. Dude. Because I'm going hey, to get the footage. They're that smart. Yeah. They, they sniff you out. They can smell that they lens. They know. They smell that lens. I will they tell you this. My all, grandpa. All the gold he's carrying gets loud. Yeah, clink. Yeah. You're clanking around, dude. So my, <laughs> my my grandpa, who has been outdoors a lot, he was a houndsman, and he swears that there is something out there. He swore to the day he died that there was, he said the dogs were chasing something, and... He he never saw it, but he heard it, and he he believed in it. You couldn't convince him otherwise. I've heard some pretty compelling stories for sure. Yeah, and I don't discount it because there's, I mean, you you think about it. There's a lot of there's a lot of places a big could, Bigfoot could hide or something if it wanted to. You never know. Yeah, I just wonder. Plus, it's more fun to more fun to think that there is one out there. Anyhow, might as well just yeah. I remember There's everything out there. Yeah, there, dude. Dude, we used to watch that Finding Bigfoot show. My son would, like, we came outside at the house. He's out here just banging on the trees. I'm like, what are you doing? <laughs> Tree knocks. <laughs> Sick. You never know, know, dude. Let me know if you find them, bud. Hey, they could be. They could be here. Just call me. I'll run out. They're living under bridges. You never know. Bridges. Bigfoot under bridges? I don't know. Oh. I maybe, like maybe uh, he's like transformer guys that's like hanging on top underneath the bridge, and everyone's driving by, and they're just not even paying attention to him. Uh, yeah, sounds. Or good. maybe not. Uh, you know what's crazy that I've noticed around here in Georgia. So I live in, when you say here, yeah, I live in yeah North Georgia. Okay. So I ride my bike around and. There, there's probably seven houses within a 15, 20 mile radius here that all have those like big life size silhouette Bigfoot, like just in their yard or up against the barn. I've never <laughs> seen that many around ever <laughs> Wait, in my life. And they're all over. <laughs> the life size, like, like a what do they call that? Like, like a fat like head. A fat head. Yeah, like life. But it's made out of like metal. Like it's CNC. made out of metal. They're freestanding. And, and they're it's like the Bigfoot walking. 
Is it like And they just won't have it in their yard. No, it's just straight metal silhouette. Like so, do you think just that, brown. what do you think that means? Like are they trying to say like, Hey, Bigfoot, you're welcome here, don't hurt us or like, Hey, you're not I have welcome. No idea. I, wonder, I think what kind of message are they trying to get across? I think maybe they're warning people of Bigfoot. Like hey in these woods. Check uh-huh. to if you're if you're a little scared of these things, you're in the wrong area. Hmm. Yeah, this you is, know maybe it's the maybe they're trying to like scare people out of here. You know, they're thinking there's too many people moving here, getting too big and crowded. It's, it's their they want everybody to like go back a, to where they came from. It's like how you put a scarecrow right out yeah. in the yard to scare the birds, right? They're putting a yeah, bigfoot out saying, "Don't move here." <laughs> there's big. <laughs> they're trying to scare the weak ones out because you know rednecks ain't afraid, ain't afraid of a bigfoot right it depends there's no well, they're probably gonna look for him <laughs> they're, they're, they're scary you're probably gonna go after them they're, they're gonna grab their nokia flip phone and they're gonna go start searching <laughs> they're not I mean, calling could you imagine do you imagine shooting a bigfoot and coming back to town with a bigfoot in your truck oh that would be I would That'd feel, be pretty cool. I would feel bad for what shooting kind of, What them. kind of tag is that? How to, <laughs> That'd be a deprivation tag. Varmint? <laughs> what, what kind of I, tag is that? Oh, dude. I think it's a special government research tag. Is that it? Okay. Um, yeah. Here's okay. the question. Would you eat the meat? Hmm. I feel like, eh, I don't know. They're kind of close to human. It's like a mix between a human and a bear. Is it? Like, because it's like 12 feet tall. Mm-hmm. I mean, I don't know. I would. <clears throat> would you eat like? Would you eat a monkey? Um, no. maybe the. I'm gonna. Tr- I'm gonna say no. You can answer whatever you want. Uh, My answer is no. I, to be honest, no. But would I skin him and make a rug out of him? Monkey. A rug? Dude, no, I'd get a life size mount. A full Dude, size mount of Bigfoot. I'd have a full-size amount of Bigfoot in my living room. If I killed a Bigfoot, it would be the first thing you saw when you walked through the door. So the first, so you're sitting. I'm in gonna, tree- I'm gonna guess that you wouldn't get to keep that. Somebody Probably not. Find, like yeah, I said, somebody would special find government out. research. Yeah, right. Can I at least have, have a, a replica? Can I have the skull? Please <laughs> give me the skull. <laughs> I want the skull. Yeah. Imagine how big the skull would be. Like, cause you know you you boil out the bear skull, right? So you get the bear skull, mm-hmm. the mountain lion skull. That skull on Bigfoot, that'd be like as big as who? Like Barry Bonds said. I think it'd be a little bigger <laughs> than that, Brock. That's not a very big guy, dude. Barry Bonds isn't big. I thought he had like a size eight and a half head. No. No. I mean, Bruce Bochy did. Bruce Bochy. That's a Bruce Bochy head. I don't, Bonds is a very big. I mean, he's like six two, maybe. Oh, he's not two hundred pounds. I don't know. That's it. Two ten. Not at the end of his career. I mean, currently. Oh, currently. Yeah. Okay. I don't know. He's probably two thirty five, maybe when he. So, you're Cody. You you and Barry Bonds, arm wrestling match. Who wins? Now or back then? Right now. I'd, I'd go for it. It's it's over. Bonds. No, I I would challenge him right now. Sweet. You can listen, Barry. Barry. No, Wait, when, I think the real... When hey, we played, I think, 
No, I had no chance. Really? Yeah. He was was he yoked? He was yeah, he was a strong human. He was a strong human being. He was. I watched I'll him pick up two grown men, like one with each hand, that weren't small guys. Like, because he was upset with them? No, they were screwing with him and, like, tried to pin him against the wall. Yeah. Like, yeah. just messing around. And he's 6'2". He's about 6'2"-ish, yeah. And he just barehanded. These guys were both about six feet tall. Yeah. And not small guys. A couple guys. hundred pounds yeah. each. And um, he picked both of them up, like, from underneath their arm, one each, and, like, lifted them up and moved them. And it was, I was really impressed by that feat right there. Yeah, that's, like, the point where you're like, hey, I'm not messing with Barry anymore. Hey, Barry, can I get you a soda? <laughs> but yeah. I don't th- I don't what do you need, like, buddy? I don't think he's got that in him anymore. No. I'm just yeah. saying. Yeah, He might. I don't know. Mark McGuire you might be able to take now, too. He's still a big guy. It, like yeah. He's skinny, though, isn't he? I, I mean, compared to when he played, yes, but. I mean, Big Mac is more like Slim Mac. No, he's just a cheeseburger now. Cheeseburger. Just some, no, he's not a double. He's a double cheeseburger. Double. He's just not a Big Mac. Yeah. All right. Well, there's our tangent. So how's North North Georgia right now? North Georgia. We got Bigfoot signs. And you're riding yeah. your bike in the middle of apparently Bigfoot country. Yeah. Or, yeah. or not Bigfoot country because they've got them all scared off. Yeah. Or whatever. Yeah. So it's big, hard to say. you're hunting deer out in a tree stand, oh. like you just shot your first deer, right? Yeah, I'm jealous. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. I'll tell you how committed Ryer is to his job. <laughs> I called Ryer. <laughs> he answers the phone. He's like, "Hey, Brock." And I was like, "Dude, why are you?" I'm about to shoot this deer. Can I call you back? I'm about like, to shoot it? <laughs> yes. I'm Blair, like, yeah, call me back, dude. He's like, okay. Don't ever answer the phone at that point in time. And then, again. like, 20 minutes later, you Especially get a picture Brock. of him <laughs> with his deer. I'm like, dude, that guy, he almost That's, ruined it. I almost ruined it for you, man. I'm sorry. Right. If I ever call you and you have anything important going on, don't answer. <laughs> you can call well, me back. I, you can always call I, back. It's not that big a deal. <laughs> You never know, Brock. I don't know. I just maybe I just pick kid. up the phone, man. Hey, Brock, you might have thought Brock was like calling yeah. to get you to go to Austin, Texas. You yeah, never know. you never know. Hey, by the way, I appreciate you taking my spot there. Yeah, poor Cody. I appreciate you letting me steal it. Well, it, I didn't let you. My daughter got COVID and we couldn't fly. <laughs> <laughs> That's think, fair. Yeah, you can thank COVID for that one. It's the only thing I'm that might be the fucker for. Yeah, that's the only time yeah. that you were like down. Me, I was pissed. Yeah, like were yeah. you? I was hot. Yeah, that was a good show. So for people really that didn't, yeah, no, that was in. rub it in, jerk. We uh, we had a really good friend that gave us some tickets to Joe Joe Rogan and Dave Chappelle. Dave Chappelle and what do you think of Ron White? Think? Ron White. There was like a. Oh, Amy yeah. Wolf, right? Like seven or five or seven comedians that night, right? It was a really amazing Pretty night. Packed. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. It was it was really that was a that was a really cool experience. I mean, those dudes are funny, but then you sit there and just watch them live and exponentially funnier. Like I, they're just they're just some of the funniest humans ever to watch the earth. I'm convinced of it. 
Yeah. I don't know how they come up with some of these thoughts that they come up with. They're freaking hilarious. <laughs> I would like to think like I could stand up and make people laugh and then I realize like that's not I can't like no, I can't do it. Cuz it's hard to get like people that know me to laugh like let alone just a bunch of strangers. I like to think well, like situational humor is so much different than like having a set and performing a comedic act. Oh yeah, that's such a skill set. Yeah, those guys are really artists for sure. Yeah, I mean they for don't sure. just get you to laugh; like you're rolling over, like your stomach and jaws hurt at the end of the night. Oh yeah, mm-hmm. I, I did for sure. I never thought Chappelle was that funny until I saw him live. I, I mean, I knew he's funny. Just when you, it's a different, just a different vibe when you're in real life. Yeah, and you got the whole crowd, and everybody else is laughing, and like they're interacting with the crowd, and you kind of feel a little bit more connected to them and their their uh, material. Yeah. yeah, it was really cool. It so, was really, it was a really fun show. What What was your favorite hunt that we've done together? Hmm. Well, we, I think we've only done two hunts, haven't we, Brock? Well, we We've did. done mule deer and elk. Yeah. And then, um, and then we've done a ton of dune trips. You, you were supposed to do uh, <clears throat> a mule deer, and then someone else did that. Because yeah. you're really stressed out about another project you're doing. That'll happen from time to time. Yeah. Uh, I would say... I would honestly say my favorite was probably uh, mule deer. Mule deer, that mule deer hunt with you and Taryn. Yeah, yeah. What What do you like about it? Uh, well, that's the first time we met, Brock. Um, so it holds a special place in my heart. You know, after you got a speeding ticket, and then uh, and then I told you the story about how you can tell if I've drank a little too much by how much my <laughs> eyes are crossing. Um. <laughs> <laughs> so we really we really connected then uh, I really liked it because I'm from Colorado so going back to Colorado is always always exciting to me I just love the mountains I love the scenery I love the cold um, we had a really sweet spot so set up there with the trailers yeah that's Gunnison area mm-hmm. in yep. late November that was uh, that was the third that was the fourth season hunt and it was no, I can't remember his third or fourth season. And anybody that's been up there, it's just a very special place for deer. Deer, yeah. There was there was all kind of deer everywhere. Yeah, beautiful, beautiful weather. I mean, I got to stay in the really white trailer for the first time, so that was pretty dope. Because usually I don't get to like have trailers and a whole memory foam mattress to myself when I go on hunt. So like, that was pretty sweet. And then of course, Brock, you're doing it up on the Traeger every day. So, you know me, I love food. So it's, it's like nice to go from hunting with Caleb who only eats peanut butter and jelly sandwiches and yell at me when I eat tuna to <laughs> Brock making pizza and steak and tacos and chorizo sausages and all that stuff on the Traeger in the middle of the day. That's my kind of hunt right there. 
I like that a lot. I think that's everybody's <laughs> kind except maybe Caleb. I don't know what Caleb's <laughs> doing. Why would you go any, like, I don't know what Caleb's You don't even doing. have to hunt to like that. You can just, like, just sit there it. and eat and then take a nap. Yeah. And then eat again and then just do it all take over. Take another nap and then, <laughs> yeah. yeah. I, I, a lot of. <laughs> <laughs> it's a fun weekend. <laughs> what a lot of people don't realize about, I don't want to, like, ruin it for a lot of hunters, but there's. Maybe a group of hunters that they say they're hunting, but all they're really doing is eating, drinking, and sleeping. Yeah, you shouldn't say that. Yeah, I'm sorry. You're, you're sorry really for right. all the hunters I've ruined it for. You just ruined it for, like, yeah, a lot of people. But, especially, you know what? Especially we need... when you don't come home with anything. Yeah. And you're like, oh, just couldn't see nothing. What? Uh, are you ever going to kill anything? Well, yeah, I'm trying. I'm holding out for the big one. Holding out for the big one. <laughs> Well, some people, the, they're one hunt a year. Like, I think for me especially, like, I see it a lot because I, I uh, you know, I hunt for a living, more or less. I film hunts. I don't, I don't do the hunting for a living, but I film the hunts. And so, for me, I'm out. I'm on a house, on a hunt, like, I know, it's, it's rough. <laughs> it takes a lot to do it every day, but somebody's got to, you know what I mean? Well, I guess so, yeah. Well, <laughs> so, so like anyway, I'm on sorry. I'm on hunt I'm on hunt all season, right? And so for me, and I know this people don't like to hear this either, but at a certain point, like it is work. What I do is definitely work, and it's not like you know, it's not like I'm going on a hunt trip with my with my buddies just to chill out and drink and eat the whole time. Like you know, I got stuff to do. I got photos to take. I got videos to take, and of course. Brock knows, you know, we have an awesome time doing it and we hang out and cut up and have fun, but you're, you're gone from home and it's, it, it turns into work for sure. And, yeah. uh, you know, I do that a lot. So for me, a hunt trip is a little different than for some guys, they get like one or two weeks a year. So they're one hunt trip. Like that's the time that they and their buddies get to go get away from the wife, get away from the kids and go hang out, you know? And so, Maybe to them, getting up at at four a.m. and grinding all day isn't what they're isn't the ultimate goal of the trip. I mean, hunting is a means to be able to get outside and go hang out with their buddies, as opposed to like want to grind all day to get after an animal. You know? Yeah. And I think some people, some people obviously, you know, there's there's dudes and they take their two weeks and they're grinding all day every day to try to get those animals. I'm not saying. There's a lot of dudes like that, but I think there's, there's people all over the spectrum, you know, guys who are just going out for the weekend to hang out with their buddies. And you got the diehard guys who are out there every single day of the season grinding it out to try to get, get their animal, you know, just the spectrum. Yeah. I, that makes sense. The people, you know, people's, uh, I guess is a big wake up call for me when I was like, okay, I, I want to film a hunt, how much more work it is than just hunting. Because now oh, yeah. you have to stop, interview, you have to explain to the camera, you have another person with you on the stock, and it makes it that much more difficult. And for me, the reason why I wanted to start filming or have my hunts filmed was for a memory sake 
mm-hmm. so I don't forget those good times and those. And for me, it's not always about killing something. I want, I want to remember the times I failed too, and that you can have fun and enjoy the hunt even if you're unsuccessful, because it's you're still out hunting, you know. You're still out mm-hmm. enjoying the things that we have in this world to enjoy and i think that's what life's about well i think you look at it too a a hunting video or a hunting tv show or whatever it is i mean how much of that is the actual kill you know what i mean you've got a you've got let's say 10 minute youtube episode the shot and the kill and the recovery is maybe a couple minutes two or three all the rest of the stuff is all the rest of the video and really I think when you break it down a good hunting video or a good video in general is going to have the whole experience right it's going to have everything that happened all the feelings all the emotions all the sights and the and the sounds and the camaraderie and the people so that like when you show somebody that video it feels like they were on that hunt with you yeah. Right, they get they get to laugh along. They get to see you blow a stock and and get upset, and they feel that too. You know, they feel the successes, they feel the failures, and they see everybody having fun, having a good time. They see everybody grinding, trying to make stuff happen. They see all the strategies. They see the beautiful landscape and the animals and all that stuff, and they really feel like they're there. And then when you do kill something, like they feel the excitement of that way more if they got to see and experience all the other stuff that surrounded the hunt as well. You know, I think kill shots are super cool. I love when you can get a kill shot on camera. I love being able to see somebody lay hands on an animal, but I think it's like so important to get all the other things that surround that because it makes that moment so much more important. And it makes people really feel that moment and feel connected to it. Because if you talk to like a hunter about their hunt, they're not going to be like, oh, yeah, you know, we walked up here and we shot this deer. No, there was days, months, maybe with whitetails, years of work and planning that went into uh, killing that animal, right? And there was all these experiences and emotions and things that happened leading up to that moment. So that moment like puts a bow on all those experiences, but like it's that whole package that really makes it a really rich experience. And when you talk to a hunter and you ask them about their hunt, they're going to tell you all those stories. And it's the same thing I think with a video. Like I think you want to show the viewers all that stuff. And that's, you know, that's definitely what I try to do. I try to show all of the little bits and pieces and, I think it's fun that way. I think it. I think it makes for, uh, you know, a lot better videos than just than just a stock and a kill. I um, they get to live the experience. Yeah, yeah. It's and I, I've noticed that, like, when I've been able to show people my hunts <clears throat> through the, like, my deer hunt last year that Clay filmed, and. Mm-hmm. You know, it was unsuccessful, but I wanted it. Like, a lot of guys don't want that, but I, I want it. I want I want to, I, everyone to see me whiff, right? 
And the reason or bounce because it off two trees or the double deflection <laughs> kill, right? And that's a once in a lifetime. Once in a lifetime, and I, you, I want people to see that because that's real hunting. That like, it's not all about like just, you know, I don't know, especially if you're archery hunting. There's gonna be so mm-hmm. many more failures than there are success. Unless your name's John Dudley, then, you know, then you just. Well, he's an outlier. He, he's, he's, he's an Olympic, Olympic champion, I guess. World-class champion. One, that's what we're all shooting for, is to just be able to pinwheel stuff at 120 yards. <laughs> right? Yeah, I mean. Yeah. Be nice. Yes. There's, but I do think eight. Archery is like the apex of the hunting world. Hunting big bucks, big bulls with a bow, it doesn't get any harder than that. And and then to add the complexity of adding a cameraman just adds even more to that. There's There's definitely pros and cons to having a cameraman. You know, and I don't care how good of a of a hunter your cameraman is. There's still just the simple fact that that's two people you got to get through the woods, or two people you got to have up in the tree stand, two people you got to <clears throat> basically have in sync, and you've got twice as much sound, twice as much visual profile, twice as much scent. Um, you know, and then you get into the things where it's like, you know, maybe you can see him, Brock, but the camera can't because I'm one to two feet to your right. And that difference of perspective makes it so that I can't see the animal. If you're trying to get it on film, well, you know, I got to be able to see the animal before you shoot it. And so you always have those, those times where I got to be like, no, no, you can't shoot it. Don't shoot it. Don't shoot it. Don't shoot it. And every once in a while, an animal gets away because of that. And so there's definitely like some sacrifices that you, that you do have to make if you're going to film hunt. You know, and there, there's people that, they're like, like me, I don't have to have the kill shot. I'm, right. I want people there. I want you to film, but you don't have for me, but I know there's other people that they have to have the kill shot, right? Like they ain't mm-hmm. shooting unless they got the kill shot in there. Right. And for me, right. that's just like you said, that's such a minute part of the story. Um, I don't have to have it. Um, because I feel like everything else can make up for it. Um, yeah, I think it just depends on what what it is, like what the goal of your content is, what where it's going, and kind of what your focus is. You know, there's some people who, for sure, they got to have the kill shot. And there's um, other people who, like like you, or I mean, even Dudley, Dudley doesn't necessarily need the kill shot for his content what's more important is showing him hunting yeah and then he'll talk if if you don't get the kill shot that's fine what's important is that you know he had a successful hunt and now he's going to talk about what happened and he's going to teach his audience about what has happened and like for you it's more about the experience and so you know that that kill shot while maybe it's not going to be a perfect kill shot with everything in frame or not blocked by limbs or whatever, but as long as you get to see the culmination of that, it ties everything up. 
and you still get to take who's ever watching your video along with you on the whole experience of the hunt. Yeah. So yeah, you know, it just all really depends on, on what you're trying to do with it for sure. Yeah. I, um, I guess everybody's just a little bit different on their approach of why they're doing it. Right. Um, yeah. And that's, and that's a major thing that like we always ask people because what they're trying to accomplish with, their content. The reason I use content is we do videos and we do pictures and stuff like that. Um, that's a big driving force on how we go about creating that content. You know, how I take pictures for you is different. How I take pictures for Dudley and how I film for you is different than how I film, um, for Greg, you know, cause they're different shows. They're different goals you guys are different people you guys both put emphasis on on different things both of you guys have all, everybody's got different things that they really want to show and do with their content and so you can't go into every single hunt with the exact same approach you know you really have to kind of tailor that to whoever you're filming or photographing so that at the end of the day the content that you produce is something that furthers their goal that makes them happy, that makes them um, stoked to see it. And that makes them go, Oh yeah, that's, that's a hundred percent what I was wanting. That's what I wanted to see. That's what I want other people to see that, that accomplishes the goal. Yeah. I like that. So how 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 do you feel about when I was like, hey, come do content out at the sand dunes? Uh, I well, I didn't even know like what I didn't really know one hundred percent what I was in for at all. Like I kind of knew a little bit, but I wasn't one hundred percent certain. But like Caleb said, hey, you're gonna go with Brock. They go to the sand dunes. They're going to haul trailers out there and they rip around in like side by sides. And Brock wants you to make a video of the camp and he wants pictures of people and trailers and hanging out and having fun and showing like the family experience. And I was like, okay, I can do that. So I showed up and like, I made sure that I was capturing all the things that were indicative of like people having fun and hanging out and like making sure to, you know, have, have the trailers in there to really connect people being happy and hanging out with the trailers. Cause obviously that furthers, um, some of your business goals, which is uh, part of why you come to the dunes and do all the photography is so that you guys have cool pictures of people doing cool stuff in and around the trailers. And then obviously just like, having pictures of people who were there so that you could give them to them. Like when I was talking to Brad last trip, he was saying how much people love just seeing the pictures of themselves doing things in the dunes. Cause they don't get those that often, right? You don't really get to have somebody taking cool pictures of you ripping around in the dunes or hanging out with your friends. And so like people are just super stoked to see pictures of themselves having fun and so um you know i always have i always have a really good time in the dunes 
I feel like it's, it's a, it's a trip where I can really be super creative and really try to get some really fun shots of people doing stuff. Cause I don't think I've ever been around anybody who's sad at the dunes ever. You've never seen time. anyone sad at the dunes? No. That, that's cool. I'm trying to get like, Cody to go. And I'm not trying to get him to go. Well, I don't. What does that mean? I'm, like I've been. I don't get him. many days off. Yeah, he's got a so, lot. It's usually the weekends, and you got a tournament most of the time. Yeah, it was in the winter, and now yeah. baseball's season is in, and now we don't go to the dunes right now. And yeah, well, I mean, since it's January, a, baseball season's been in. And that's it true. Will end September twenty eighth or eighteenth yeah. this year. So. It's going later. I'm not very happy about it. September? It's going all the way to September? Middle of September. Yeah. Ooh. So, that's, yeah. That's right in the LC. Yeah, there. thanks. Thanks, bud. Yep. Thanks. Keep rubbing <laughs> it in, kid. Keep rubbing I'm sorry. it in. <laughs> no. It's, uh, I mean, you know, it's it's part of the job. So, it, it is what it is. I mean, we've had some some things change over the last two years with scheduling and everything. And um, they're just kind of doing what they can do. So, hopefully next year we're back on schedule and get back to normal but you know you do what you do you gotta come out to the dunes Cody That's we gotta do like a playing the game podcast uh trip uh, you know okay like I'm not against it well <laughs> you know we'd be trying um, to make it work if we got you like cause we always have um Ryer and Caleb try to come out once a year mm-hmm. and um what would be the amazing if we could get Chuck out there and then with Cody. <laughs> That'd be insane. I wonder if we could get Chuck to throw up. I don't know. I feel like Chuck's probably got a pretty hard stomach. You think so? Yeah. You th- that's more of a Caleb question, but if I had to guess, I bet he's got a pretty hardy stomach. My, I would probably barf with him, to be honest. I, I get... Pretty- Are you a sympathetic barfer? No, I'm just... I get motion <laughs> sickness. So, I went deep sea fishing in Mexico and I was like okay I've been deep sea fishing six times and a total of six times I've caught zero fish so Ooh. I was like I don't know if I'd be going anymore bud I was like I have to like get over this right I think, no I think I would not go anymore be like nope not for me so we go out I don't think I don't think Brock has that in him I don't think Brock well, has I mean has the, ah, I'm giving this up well, I like to. I, be, I'm, I'm right there. I like to be really good at things, and if like six times I haven't done it yet, <laughs> I just hear everyone ass. like sea fishing. Do I, just I don't. Hear, I don't like fish that much. I just hear everybody like just slaughtering it, and I'm like, "Where are you guys going?" Every time I've been out on the same boat as you, <laughs> yeah, I'm like, "What the heck?" How so come they're catching them on the same boat. We chartered this boat. We got a group to go out and. You know, here my, oh man, full motion sickness. I'm barfing <laughs> over the side of the boat. Sounds I'm like barfing in the toilet. I'm laying down in the box. But dude, I caught fish, man. I think I caught three fish. All you chum the water. Yeah, I was chumming <laughs> it. I chummed it up. Of course, my wife slaughtered me, dude. Slaughtered me. Terrence slaughtered me. <laughs> like, I think she caught like eight fish. I caught three. You should have known that was going to happen, bro. Dude, she twice double hooked. 
she brought up two fish twice, like reeling it in. And lo and behold, there's two fish on her line. Like, how does that happen? Uh, I'm not surprised, Brock. Like, here I am barfing and just, I, dude, I caught like the, the baby fish that they used for like <laughs> the bait. The, like they're cutting it up for bait for other bait fish. fish, and then the wife's reeling up like twenty pound red snappers, double at a time, and I'm like, oh my gosh, she's just a, like, this lady's a machine. Somebody's got to feed the family, bro. It ain't me. <laughs> like the, the if we had to eat out the fish I caught, we'd be we'd be hungry. <laughs> Better be. Battered up a lot because you ain't getting a lot of meat a lot in there. Of batter. A lot of batter. <laughs> Fry them <laughs> up. up. Yeah, but you know what was cool about that? We took those fish, they filleted them for us, and we cooked them. We went back to the house. Mm. And I grilled them up and used some Traeger. I, I did some blackened Saskatchewan with prime rib on it. And Blackening? Blackened. What do they call that? Black? Blackened. Blackened Saskatchewan with the prime rib. I... Just did my own thing and dude, they're delicious. First time I ever cooked fish, and then went bad. That's the first time you cooked fish on a grill Traeger style, you know. I Have mean, you eaten fish before then? Yeah, like I'm not a huge fish guy. Like I like shrimp a lot. Well, no, I'm of course a, you're not a fish guy, Brock. You're a human. <laughs> Well, maybe. <laughs> I I love I love shrimp a lot. Scrimps. I like lobster tails a lot. Um, but like, I guess I should like fish more. It's healthy. At Cody's, you know that I didn't I didn't eat I I didn't eat a stitch of fish until a year ago. Really? Yeah. Till what? Why did you start? <laughs> That sounds like sounds like a, you're very upset with me. I'm, I'm Cody. not. I'm not, like, I'm not. I'm not at all. Do you eat fish? It like you're asking me why I started a bad habit. <laughs> no. Um, I'll eat why fish. would you start? Yeah, I'll eat. I'll like, eat fish occasionally. I've got. I've got a buddy, um, Ed. Yeah. You know that Ed uh, went to Alaska and caught some halibut and stuff. So, you like that stuff? Like yeah, we'll throw it on the Traeger. If I catch trout up at you know the cabin, we're fishing. I'll get yeah. some trout and. Whatever, but it's not like you you, I, you prefer a full, like a nice fillet over. I uh, prefer a big hunk of meat, yeah, some steak, some elk meat, bison, de- yeah, definitely. Um, but it's I mean it's fine. Like it's probably why I got high cholesterol. Who knows? <laughs> it's not too high I though. I don't, I don't really care. By whose book? Exactly, I don't really care. Like the science changes yearly of what's good and what's not. Like. I forever olive oil was like the thing to use, and then I found out one year it was not good to use, and that coconut oil was can't cook with olive oil because it changes when it hits yeah. heat. Yeah, and then coconut oil was the thing to use, and then there was a study out saying coconut oil's not good to use. Oh really? Like, you know yeah. what? How about I just use what I was going to use, and then just cook it in bacon. How about we just use bacon <laughs> for everything? That's, I mean, grease that up, Crisco. That's probably not good. <laughs> Crisco. Just lard. Just straight lard. Just lard. <laughs> I I can tell you what's not good for you. Um Taco Bell. That's don't probably, hate on Taco Bell. I 
I know that if you eat that daily, that you'll gain weight. That's a fact. No, well, that's not. A, it depends on that's how much you fact. eat. It's, oh, it's true. Yeah, I mean, it depends calories on what calories, your but, calories are. Yeah, calories in, calories out, bro. You, you said it's it. a caloric deficit. It, you're right, Ryer. I'm liking where you're at right now. I picking up where you're putting down, Ryer. So I, yeah. gotta, man, speaking the truth. I now maybe if I could just get the calories correct, I could be back in the game. I mean, it's you legitimately. What are you trying to do? Lose weight. Then you have to burn more than you take in. Bottom line. Bottom line. There's there's no two ways around it. Or forty. No ways matter no matter the diet. Doesn't matter the diet. Burn more than you eat. I mean, if you're looking to lose weight, if that's the only goal. The end of the day, all you have to do is burn more calories than you take in. Yeah. No. There's a. Now there's I'm not going to tell you just fight. to eat whatever. Yeah. <laughs> but I mean. Dumb it down as far as you can. All you have to do is take in less than you, or yeah, take in less than you burn. Yeah, than you whatever. Burn more than you take in. There we go. Burn more than you consume. Caloric deficit is where you need to be if you're looking to lose weight. There you go. There was what you started saying. There you go. There's a saying in the uh, cycling community. Well, in a very niche part of the cycling community that I'm involved in because I like. You're, junk, you're I like part of the food. niche group, like the high end. No, no. You'll, the the niche saying, group is the low end. The low end. <laughs> the, the saying is "eat trash, ride fast." Eat trash, ride fast. That yeah. Sounds like something Ricky Bobby would say. Ricky Bobby, exactly. Dude. <laughs> <laughs> eat, eat trash, drive fast. Eat trash, shake and bake. Shake and bake. Is that what you guys say when you're riding bikes? Shake and bake. Uh, I'll, you know, I've never said that to somebody, but I've slingshotted people before. You've slingshotted? So, wow. How do you slingshot yeah. somebody biking? You just got to draft them, dude. You draft? Yeah, it's the same thing. Literally the same concept as that. Like, I just don't get, like, how if you're going the same speed, like, because you're using less effort, and so you can yeah. build up some energy, and then all of a sudden you just go boom and just yeah. slingshot in. Exactly. The same question, concept as, as NASCAR. Did you say slingshot engaged? Uh, I don't. At that moment in time, I don't think that I had enough air in my lungs to do anything but breathe. I feel I, like you should have I, had a, a button on your bike that says slingshot engaged. Slingshot engaged. Yeah, like that. Yeah, something like that. Like shake and bake. Yeah, that would be cool. I might have to implement that. That would be... Was that, that during a race? Nice yeah. If you implement that, please video it. Video We're it. We're going to need some audio. <laughs> We're going to need some audio on that. Now, let's get back to your biking career, because there's a story that you had a race off on maybe an electric bike, and <laughs> I've heard yeah. two very differing stories, one from you, one from Caleb, on what happened on this race off. Now the story from Caleb was, I'm just going to give Caleb's side and then I'll let you have the final word. Caleb's story is that his brother came up on this new electric bike. And according to Caleb, the way his driveway is, it goes downhill and then it goes back up. (laughs) I remember this story. And according to Caleb, um, 
you went his his brother is like I went 35 miles an hour and you're like oh yeah I'm gonna do 40 and according you just sound like Forrest Gump when you say that yeah he, you're gonna <laughs> hit 40 and um, you went down and then you slingshotted yourself into a group of trees <laughs> and blew up this new bike <laughs> Caleb told this story on the podcast I believe yeah yeah yeah, and and I, then you got up I, and said, "I went forty, <laughs> I won." I think that the story that you have heard is a classic case of hyperbole. Um, <laughs> there's definitely some exaggeration in there, Brock. I want First you, of all, you went up ten miles an hour on everything. Oh, I did. Yeah. Oh man, I thought like, it was. I thought joke. it was forty. No. Okay, Dude, here's what wait, happened. wait, wait, wait! Did you win? I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. It got it got blurry. It got a little weird. Yeah, yeah, it got a little western, kind of like your outfit. Yeah, it got western. Um, uh, so here's what. So what had happened was, um, Caleb got these Rambo bikes, brand new bikes before last elk season, and he is having a, a party for one of his kids. So his whole family is there, and I'm there because I've been adopted by their family basically now. Um, and his brother, his brother's like, Hey, I want to check out one of them Rambos. I want to see how fast I can go on it. So he takes off from one end of the driveway, goes down the driveway, back up the other side. Then it comes back down, comes up to us. He goes, I hit 30 miles an hour. Now, Josh, his brother knows that I'm a cyclist, right? Knows I'm competitive about things on two wheels. And he goes, I go, I went 30 miles an hour. And then looks at me and goes, I bet you can't beat that. Like that's a that was a straight sign right there. Like that's a challenge. That's a man to man challenge. But I, okay? He looked at you in the eyes and said, "Yeah, I'm." Yeah, yeah, yeah. I wasn't. I wasn't just standing there trying to print my feathers. Right. I wasn't just like, "Oh, I can beat that." He looked at me in the eye and challenged me as a man. You're not going to beat back him. down as a man, right? Man to man, you got to you got to stand up for who you mm-hmm. are. Right. I'm a cyclist. Now I have my reputation and the weight of my sports reputation on my back. Okay. In front of all these people, I'm carrying that pressure. And so I'm like, you know what? I bet I can beat that because I routinely go 45 miles an hour down a hill. No effort, not even pedaling 45 miles an hour. And not even on an electric bike, right? No, on a, on a, just a straight road bike. Just me. The only power I got is my leg. Like, I hit 45 two days ago. Ain't no big deal. You can do it downhill. Yeah. So I'm going, he doesn't even know. He doesn't even know what's about to happen to him. He doesn't even know that I'm about to embarrass him in front of his family. And am I going to feel bad about it? No. Because he challenged me. (laughs) So I get on this bike, and there's a large difference between a road bike and the Rambo bike. Like, if you've seen a road bike... Like a tour, like a Tour de France bike, right? That's how everybody knows road bike. Skinny tires. There's no suspension. The tires are pumped up to like I run them at 110 psi. That's a lot of psi. I mean, yeah, you're straight. You're locked into the pedals. You've got a lot of grip on the handlebars. It's a very aerodynamic, very stable position. Like it's a really solid frame, and so. Like, when you're going 45, I'm never worried about anything because I've got full control of the bike. 
Rambo bikes are on the whole other side of the spectrum. I mean, they got big, huge, thick, fat tires that are probably 15 PSI. They're knobby. Uh, it's a much more upright position on the bike. The bike is probably, I don't know, 20, 30, 40 pounds. Like they're not 20, it's 30 or 40 pounds. They're heavy and they're really not meant for speed. They're meant for taking off road. And so I say this because you have to understand when I go 45 miles an hour on my road bike, it handles much differently than what the Rambo bike handles like. But I had not taken that into consideration. I feel like you're making excuses right now. <laughs> it's not an excuse. It's the conditions that I was that I was having to perform under. You know, like you're just what setting... if somebody challenge what if somebody challenged you to like haul a trailer, right? And they're like They're gonna lose. You're <laughs> you're used to hauling you're used to hauling a trailer with Sharky, okay? Yeah. And they haul a trailer with like a Tacoma, a Ford Ranger, a Ford, Ford Ranger, or a Tacoma, yeah. and they're like, "I bet you can't haul this better than me." And you're like, "Yeah, I can," but you're used to Sharky, and so when you take the Tacoma, you blow it up, yeah, because you're used to how Sharky handles. Yeah, that's true. Mm-hmm. Except I still yeah, didn't lose. See? Uh-huh. <laughs> yeah, see. Well, so I don't. I don't think I lost. I think I won. Anyway, so I get on this bike. I get on this bike, I take it down the hill, and I hit 30, 31. And I'm going, man, i got to be able to get more out of this. Like, I feel like I feel like it's working against me here. I need to get a little bit of extra speed. So I get up to the top of the hill, but instead of turning immediately around, I went a little bit up the driveway. I went, you know what? I'm going to get... I'm going to get a head start into this. Oh, yeah. yeah. Smart, smart move. Yeah. So I'm going to get some speed going. Yeah. So I get some speed going. I make the turn. Oh, right turn right into the driveway. Perfect. Executed flawlessly. Executed. I mean, just beautiful. Beautiful. <laughs> beautiful. And I'm, <laughs> I'm topped out pedaling. I'm like, perfect. This is exactly where I need to, need to be. I can't pedal anymore. So I assume an aerodynamic stance. I kind of put, <laughs> put my hands closer in. I lay flat on the bike. <laughs> I put I put my hands closer in, That's got off the seat, and kind of crouched down like you see. Is because I'm like, the, the only thing that's stopping me now. <laughs> yeah. I'm the Rambo okay, bike. I love it. I love where we're at. I got a good visual. Yeah. I, yeah. So yeah. Helmet or no helmet? Helmet or no helmet? No helmet. Half backwards. Yes. All right. Cowboy boots? Uh, are we probably. doing Western wear? Or we got the like uh, the like the high shorts and the Western wear. No, George. I'm th- yeah, yeah, George or Western wear. I'm. I forget. I don't know. I, I would like to assume that you're George. Like you're just party. You've party. seen George, so yeah. yeah. Yeah, I mean we're outside. It was warm, so I was buying shorts. You know, kind right. of shoes. I don't yeah. have my usual cycling attire on. And uh, <laughs> all I'm thinking is the only thing holding me back from winning this contest is drag from too much wind on me. So I've, I get aerodynamic. And I'm not thinking about anything because I've never had a problem turning a bike at the bottom of a hill. Well, there's a little slight, little slight bend in Caleb's driveway at the bottom of the hill. I get to it not thinking. And I'm just looking straight ahead. I'm locked in. And I go to turn. Bike does not turn. The bike did not turn. 
I'm trying to turn the bike and it keeps going straight. And it was at that moment that I realized things were going off the rail quickly. <laughs> Can you explain what a bike is? <laughs> the turn's not turning. I'm turning. Is it power that? steering went out? The power steering. Uh, well, <laughs> you, you got to imagine on a, I am. On a regular road so bike. <laughs> On a regular road bike, I mean, you got 120 psi and you got a little small tire. Yeah, you, you, you switch that lean. tire just a little bit, give it a lean, you're gone. You're in the turn. You're in with the a t- fat tire. With a fat tire, <laughs> the bike just kind of is like sideways now. It's not <laughs> turned. It's just like sideways. It's just a little bit more sideways. Are, are you it's leaning into right it now. and turning, no. and the bike's still going straight? <laughs> He's like looking I'm, one way and they go the other. Yeah. <laughs> Got to go over there. He's looking up the hill, but the bike's <laughs> aimed right into the trees. I don't. All I know is I had to make. I had to make a last. You know, like when you're about when disaster Life is about to hit. Decision. This is you, where when this, you're in uh, when you're in these situations <laughs> and you know that something's going downhill and you've got two choices. It's either. <laughs> I live or die. Oh, dude. No helmet. No helmet. No helmet. Oh, oh God. And so you know, you know you're going to crash. And so now you just go into, how can I crash the least fatal way possible? Can how I can I make this better? How can, how can I still better? work after this crash? Because yeah, Caleb's up there the thinking, crash. Caleb's up there like, my fall's ruined. <laughs> Caleb's up there just laughing his butt off. Dude, Caleb thinking his whole company is going to crumble because best camera guy's dead. <laughs> oh, yeah, Caleb's scared to death. So anyways, I just accept my fate. And <laughs> he, he, resignation. <laughs> he resigns. I accept my fate, and I crash as gracefully as one could in that situation. Oh, I so. mean, I, I waited till the perfect moment to lay it over. I laid it over before some trees. I slid a little bit. The bike slid a little bit. And I popped up. I was good to go. You're like, Caleb, that's his mother. Okay, I'm running down the hill thinking Kay- I'm dead. Caleb's mom Just, screaming. What's she yelling, dude? Are you okay? Are you okay? Call the ambulance. Call nine one one. Somebody call nine one one. Get the chopper here. <laughs> so they come running down the hill. I'm good. Only thing I got a couple of scratches and I unseated. I the only thing that happened was I I popped the tire off the rim. That's well, all that happened. You know what's weird is Caleb said you like demolished the bike. It's unrepairable. No, like salvaged. <laughs> no, he said no. no. No, never run right since. We needed. We need thing. It won't turn anymore. Just won't turn. (laughs) Yeah, wouldn't that either? (laughs) I think you have a faulty bike. I think you have a legitimate lawsuit. Yeah, you can sue him. (laughs) It's Rambo. Workman's comp. Can you sue Rambo for a bike that gave you? (laughs) (laughs) It's a free bike. Here's a free bike for content. Oh, by the way, it doesn't turn. <laughs> well, we didn't say it was going to turn. We just wanted you to take pictures <laughs> of it. We didn't give you a working bike. Yeah. We gave you a bike to take pictures of. We gave you a blemished one that doesn't turn. <laughs> we just wanted you to post some pictures of it. 
We didn't uh, think. We just wanted to go straight yeah. for a minute. We didn't think you guys had a race off at a. Think we we're gonna actually use it? Five-year-old birthday party. It's like a five-year-old girl's birthday party. And here they, had two men having a full race off. <laughs> that's what that's what little kids' birthday parties are all about. They don't remember them anyway. It's all yeah, about it's, a, it's all about the adults, right? It is. Yeah, all of it. I see. You say that, Brock, but then I've got pictures of all of the adults at the dune riding their children's motorcycles around the fire racing. Oh, yeah. You know who you don't have pictures of doing that? I'm gonna you? Guess, I'm going to guess Yes, you. me. Because I ain't doing that. Which, you weren't there. If you were there, you would have done it, Brock. Ah, uh, no. You know why I wouldn't do that? Because I know I'd, like, I know I'll take things too far and then <laughs> I already know it's what's happened gonna... before. Terrence shut him down. That's yeah, why. Yeah, like, there, there's a Terrence not letting me on a dirt bike. Terrence said I can't do that anymore. Like, so I chucked her off of quad one time with no helmet, 100 feet, and I'm locked down the rest of my life. That was a good story, too. <coughs> that was a good story. Yeah. yeah. Ryer, you're a good storyteller, man. You're really painting the picture on that one right there. Was, oh, dude. Ryer's. <laughs> I was, I was Thank laugh. you. I got a little jaw, jaw cramp <laughs> laughing at that. I was in tears. <laughs> Me and me and Ryer have had some fun times together. Like, but you really got to paint the picture, you know. Right. You can't just be like, "Oh, I went down the hill too fast and flew into a tree." There's <laughs> nobody's invested in that story. You were invested. You wanted me to win. You wanted me to win, Cody. I, I can feel it in you. I, I feel like you won. <laughs> I feel like you sold me that you Wait, won. Well, I think we need Josh on. Is that his name, Josh? Mm-hmm. I feel like. We should actually have a race off. He lived through I'll one. I'll race him. You just said it. He, uh, what bike are we Challenge accepted. Wait, wait, wait. No turns. <laughs> just straight. <laughs> no turns. Is it just, just a straight, straight downhill? Can we straight, just go straight downhill. downhill. Do I get to choose my bike? I'm road bike. You get to choose motor. both your bikes. Yeah, we're going to have two bikes. I'm, one one uh, Rambo, just for old times' sakes. <laughs> <laughs> but you're going to have to be fully geared, all right? Yeah, we're going to have to wear helmets and pads. <laughs> yeah, and yeah, we're <laughs> yeah. I'm taking my road bike. He can take the Rambo. We'll go straight downhill. I'll dust him. Well, dust him? <laughs> yeah. With that race, yeah. Oh, dude. <laughs> he can take the up Rambo. The hill, up the hill might be a different story. No, that, it's going to be up and down. Like... That's when I want to hear slingshot engaged. Slingshot, <laughs> slingshot engaged. Yep, that's that's. But what he's I want not going to gonna slingshot me because we're on different teams. He doesn't even know he's slingshot. He doesn't even you. know what a slingshot no. is. No, he, he you, he you start drafting him, and then you hit the button slingshot engaged, and he does. He's like, "What's going on?" And then all of a sudden, you just blow by him. That's a legitimate race tactic that you just talked about there, Brock. Well, legitimate race tactic. You know, he, he's watched NASCAR before. I've watched Talladega Nights. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, how much more NASCAR do you really need to watch than that? I mean, that pretty much covers it all. I feel like that's Bobby. really good, uh, like a really good documentary of what's really going on. <laughs> I didn't know it wasn't a documentary. You're telling me that was fake? I. I, a I guy running real. around on the track thinking he's on fire in his underwear. I, I th- thought that was for real. I was under the stuff. impression that that was 
that was a hard-hitting documentary about the realities of American <laughs> racing. It was actual footage from a race. If he ain't first, yeah. you last. That's the dumbest thing I've ever heard. <laughs> you, you told it to me. I didn't mean that. I was probably high when I told you that. <laughs> I've lived that my whole life. Oh, man. First, second. Oh, There's so many rabbit, other. What kind of rabbit hole are we down? Right yeah, now? you could be on the podium and still be in third. <laughs> oh, oh man. stupidity! Yeah, that is funny. Well, you know what's going to have to happen is, um, Ryer Porter two. Oh yeah, yeah. Ryer Porter two. Hey, the, I, I go ahead. Was I not a satisfactory enough guest the first time? No, you know, like actually, do it in do it in two parts. No, we're we're gonna have to have a. We only want good people back. We yeah, we're getting rid of bad people, investing into good people. I just want to laugh. That's all I care about. Yeah, I, I, want, I want good stories. I'm invested in. Make me laugh. Yeah, last <laughs> the, the last guy, Greg Krogh, told us an amazing, once in a lifetime deer hunt that was like you're just like, oh man, you just wish you were behind the trigger. And yeah, but then, when he told the story, you were standing next to him. Yeah, you're, you're, you're a part of it. And now, with you, I felt like I was tucking. I felt, like I, I felt like I was going down a hill out of control. Yeah, like, <laughs> I, I felt like I was leaning to turn. No, 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 no. Cody, Cody. Yeah? I was in control until I wasn't. <laughs> but, but I felt like I was out of control. Like, so, okay. so you, the way you told the story, I was out. You were in control, but I wasn't. Uh, I was, I was obviously out of control. Somebody, was my out. ego <laughs> was like way gone, and uh, I was not going to lose. Is either death or win. That was the two options I had. Winner, winner, die. Yeah, winner, die. Hey, are you? Let me. Are you guys doing any of the tack events this year? Yeah, Ryer. Are you? I. <clears throat> I don't know if I'm going to the tech event. I know, I know Ke- that we haven't won calendars, but I don't know if I'm booked for those. Caleb is, I know, Mont- Big Sky and Colorado. Which, which one are you going to? Me? Yeah. I'll be both Utah, Big Sky, and Colorado. Park City and? S- Park City and Snowbirds. Okay. Yeah, so whatever one you want to try to make. <laughs> that was funny. Just... Hey, you're going to be sick. No, I just got my COVID test back again. And you're safe. Another negative. <laughs> another so, another damn negative. I've been trying, Ryer. He's been trying to it's test been, positive. Spit straight water in this cup. And they're like, you're still negative. <laughs> it's water Have you tried drinking there. at the public fountains or anything like that? <laughs> no, I don't actually want to have it. I just want to test that. Oh. I don't think you can get it. Like. Your family had it. You tested negative. Like I don't. Uh, I think you're just immune. That's famous last words, buddy. Yeah. No, but like I was gonna say, if you're on a uh, attack event there, Ryer, meet up. We'll do it again. But if you're not, then I'm gonna yeah, try, I don't. Think, I'm gonna try and make. I don't one think somewhere. I am. It's because Caleb enjoys him too much. Caleb, <laughs> tell him. Tell your boss you need. Caleb some time was on off. the one last year I went to. Yeah, he was mm-hmm. a snow yeah. basin. Snow basin. That was a good one. Yeah. So, but what Cody and Ryer might be at together would be Deseret. Deseret. Uh, third season. November. Ooh. November. First week of November. 
Um, First oh, week of um, November, you said? Northern Utah deer hunt. Northern Utah deer hunt. Come on, Brock. You know better than that. Northern Utah. <clears throat> what? When is that? That's the first week of November. Rut hunt. Rut hunt on Wild Country Outfitters. Doesn't get any better than that. You better get that on the calendar. Okay. What day? It's like the first week of November. I don't no, it's the first. first through the sixth. The first. Mm. Actually, what? I'll be in Illinois. With who? Who's more important than us? It's not more important. It's just the dates are already in. Well, Clay, can you, you got can't Clay go? You might be able to finagle that. I don't know. I feel like I, I have get, a little. You know, I get the you know what? You know a guy. I know a guy. I'm gonna. I'm gonna find someone. I out. get. I get the date. I go on the date. Caleb gives me the dates. He says, Ryer, you go here these dates. I go there, those dates. I guess Caleb does have first say. Like, well, you go here's here, the thing. You go there. Here, here here's the thing. Greg, Greg is, he's got all of the dates almost for all of next year already set. Already on calendars. Like, he had those set two, three months ago. Jeez, so thanks a lot, Ritz. So you just gotta you just gotta set your you just gotta boom, do it. You gotta pull the trigger early. Yeah. That's what it is. The tough part is like you gotta get drawn, you know? Yeah. I don't wanna like book you guys and be like, Oh sorry, that's not happening. If I book you, I'm booking you, you know? You so, don't you don't wanna book and cancel. Yeah, I'm not that guy. I'd rather make sure I'm going. If you so, don't get drawn, then yeah. you just come out and hang out. <laughs> if I don't get drawn, you just come <laughs> chill with us. Sorry, you're on the books. You got to come. <laughs> well, what are we doing? Uh, I don't know. I got you. I got you. We'll All I know is I got you for weeks. So get out of here. <laughs> We're just going to create content. I don't know. Yep. <laughs> sometimes, sometimes that's how I feel like it is on the Dune strip. Like sometimes, sometimes I feel like Brock is. is like, Dude, <clears throat> just put down the camera, hang out, like stop working. Just to hang out, Briar. And I'm like, no, I gotta get more pictures, dude. I gotta get more pictures of Gideon. Yeah, it's I'm around with GoPro on your head. It's it's a tough one because like I have to like get you know like we have to set aside times for a ride to go just take pictures, and that's normally not what you do, right? So it's just uh, what a learning. What do you thing. what do you think about doing a doing a content weekend, Brock? Where we just we get Caleb and I or Clay and I or Caleb and Clay or whoever, all three of us, I don't know. And we take like three or four trailers out there and we just do cool stuff with the dune cars and the side by side. Where? By the dunes. Climate. Could we do uh Shooting archery also at the sand dunes. Yeah, the, I would. I thought it would be pretty cool. If, like you stood on top of a big bowl, which if for people that don't know what a big bowl is, like it's probably it's a little bit bigger than a medium bowl. <laughs> it's like probably five hundred <laughs> feet to the bottom. Would you agree? I'm a terrible judge of this. It's just really deep. 
Put a target at the bottom and it's just like a mountain. Lard, just start launching arrows. I think you should do it while you're in a car driving. <laughs> like a drive by? Yeah. That might you be think you could do it. I might get a little motion sickness. I would try that for sure. I would drive Cody as he did that. Dude, did you ever watch the Dukes of Hazard? Oh, this guy <laughs> shot bows out of there generally all the time. Generally. <laughs> talking about? You know who probably would could do that? I, I've seen John shoot off a bike. Uh, come on. Somebody else besides Dudley's got to do it. Okay, Cody's in. He's too good. He's yeah. We're gonna sh- we're driving doing a drive by in a Can Am. Tell Easton we're gonna need about forty dozen arrows. To forty practice, dozen. So. Forty <laughs> dozen. You know what's nice about sand? We're not gonna break anything. No, but they'll go in the sand. You'll never find them. That that might be true. Metal detector. Metal detector. Then you're just gonna have a whole bunch of arrows stuck in the sand. That can't be good for cars. Bunch of flat tires. Flat tires galore. Hey, we're, you guys are bringing up all the negatives here. We're just trying to shoot some stuff. Drive. We just mark that just keep ball. Keep it positive here. Guys. We're just gonna GPS that ball to never go in ever again. Until <laughs> a couple years later. Don't drive this one. Yeah, don't go down there. You're gonna get a flat tire. Or the target is made out of tannerite. Turn me out. And then just target's made out of tannerite. So you miss the target, it doesn't blow up, and all the arrows are scattered around the target. Once you hit the target, it blows up, and then it blows up all the other arrows into little fragments. Boom. You oh. don't even have to clean anything up. Oh, problem solved. That was... And still need 40 dozen arrows. We still need that many. Yeah, because if we're blowing <laughs> stuff up, we're going to need more. Well, I like where our head's at. I think we can make something happen for sure. I like how we could do a, 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 just instead of like doing these little trips and then embracing it all, we just do a media content weekend. And we yeah, because I think the kind of content that I feel like I really want more of, but I can't get as much of is like driving, like people driving their cars in the dunes and like whipping sand around and doing it at really, at really pretty times of day, you know, sunrise and sunset and doing all that stuff. Cause like when you're, when I go on like the dunes, the guys trip or the family trip, you know, people don't really want to be told what to do by a camera guy. Yeah. You know, people just kind of want to go out and drive. They want to hang out. They want to, you know, they want to do their own thing. And so, you know, you don't get as much driving shots. But if we went out there, just like, that's the goal. Is you just get a whole bunch of dope driving stuff. And like, set, set shots up. Have drones and multiple cameras. And you're going to drive here. You're going to come over here. We're going to go over there and do this, that, and the other. You get some pretty sweet stuff. And then, and then we can just put, we can sprinkle all of that cool stuff into all the other, like, trip videos. And then you just have all of these really cool shots in there. Yeah. I think, I think that'd be pretty dope. Cool. I think that I'm, sounds awesome. I'm, I'm, I'm into it. Well, well, and, and you already, we already talked about rock your 007 idea that I want to do. Well, which one? Hold on. <clears throat> Was I talking about that with you or Brad? The cannonball? No. Yes. Yeah. But not that one. 
those. Uh, the one where you are in your Dune car and Brad. Yes, yes, yes. The 007. Yeah. We where you guys like walk out of the hotel and you get in your Dune car and Brad gets on like his motorcycle or something like that. And y'all both go separate ways and we film both of you guys doing dope stuff. And then you come together at the end and then like deliver the package. I don't know what the package is, but you got to deliver it. There's got to be a reason that you guys are out there doing the stuff. Deliver the package of you're invited to the party at camp, (laughs) which is, I don't know, but you, you get a hamburger. Anything having to do with James Bond or Bourne, you what can if, count me in. What if it's just like an Uber Eats package? <laughs> you just delivered a burger. A burger. <laughs> Smash burger. <laughs> Honestly, that would actually be really funny because you don't know what's in the box, right? Yeah. It's like this really fancy. Both y'all, both y'all have this these two boxes, right? You're like, both of these parts have to arrive at the same time together. It's very important. You've only got... 10 minutes to get there and you can't get caught doing it. So the utmost important. And yeah. both y'all are just trying to get it done. Right. Trying mm-hmm. to get it done. You go and then the, you pull up and you pull up and it's like a blizzard uh, it's, and the guy's eating I, it and he doesn't want his wife co- to know he's eating the blizzard. No, it's Cody. <laughs> Cody's sitting there. Yeah. Oh, I'm here. Cody's Hold sitting on. there. I'm in now. And you, op- you open up Brock, you open up yours and it's like a burger. And then Brad opens up his and it's fried. Oh, and but it's fresh still. What's mine? Yeah, because it only took five I give minutes. You, I and give you a I burger. Get to eat it. You get to eat it. Oh, I'm in. He gets the burger and fries. But, but Cody, you have to eat it like the Carl's Jr. commercials from the Super Bowl five years. No, uh, like he, he's not going to get it on his <laughs> well shoes. Like cut my shirt real short, or what are you talking about? <laughs> yeah, tank top, tank tops. <laughs> uh, he could have like the skull and taco shirt. Oh, you could, yeah. but it's got to be unbuttoned and blowing in the wind. That's blowing cool. in the wind, waiting at the top at the top of a dune at sunset, and you also have to grow your hair out to like mid back, <laughs> mid back, mid. So then we're it's gonna have to wear also a wig <laughs> we're gonna have to get a wig. <laughs> He's no one's growing unless you want to wait like six years. We're gonna have to wait a while for that. <laughs> it's pretty short. <laughs> yeah, uh, we can make we can make anything happen. It's just gonna and be then a little the bit. last. The last piece is Brock. I need you to find somebody with a helicopter, and they come down. You and Brad get on the skis of the helicopter and fly away. We that's leave it. the that's dune the car and the everything. We just leave it there. See ya. Yeah, you're we're, you're James Bond. Where do it we doesn't go? matter. I actually know. I just walk away with my burger. He he gets into the car. He's like, "Well, thanks, guys. I guess I'll go yeah, home I'll now." Just walk away. I'm gonna need, I don't know. I'm gonna need like the... a, a '73 Bronco waiting for me. Yeah, you just get you, sure one. You ordered you, you you ordered the burger, Cody. Like you he's were wait, there already. He's waiting. We don't know why you were there. Car I don't know where to the go though, from the middle of the dunes. And then he's like, five minutes estimated time arrival. Five minutes, and, but you don't know what the arrival is till it gets there. It's the burger and fries. Maybe you're stranded, Cody. Maybe that's it. Oh. Maybe you're stranded and you don't know how to get, like, you haven't eaten. You're hungry. For, for like, five hours. Well, and like, you're like, oh, man, I'm going to die. Hours. 
I got food and yeah. then I was still stranded though after they came and left me. <laughs> I gave you some gas. Cars, <laughs> filled up motorcycles. You're like, throw you the keys. And it's alright. He's still stranded. Uh, just order again. We'll bring some more food out. We'll work on the ending. <laughs> yeah. But I like everything up to the end. Yeah. <laughs> See, this is what happens when we all combine. Great, just great f- things happen. Film multiple endings. Yeah, we'll, we'll figure it out. It could be like a choose-your-own-adventure novel, but video. Like, you choose, yeah. Do you want to leave Cody stranded? <laughs> Cody gets stranded <laughs> or does, by the sand crabs? Or does he dudes? get a uh, gas and a burger? <laughs> he gets out or of Or does it. he hijack the helicopter and fly off himself? Yeah. Or, yeah. I thought you always got gas and you got a burger. I thought that just came with it. Gas, uh, a five-gallon gas burger. can and a burger. <laughs> Oh, I, I just want to find gasoline. I just want to find a way to hijack oh. a helicopter and just me get out and leave everybody else there. You just leave everybody like <laughs> I'll take the chopper, kick the pilot out, and see you. That's right. That's oh, right. plot twist: Cody's evil. Cody's evil, and he leaves us. And he just he needed the helicopter for his evil plans, and so he tricked you. By ordering, <laughs> by ordering, <laughs> by ordering. This is really. T- this is. I feel like I should be that guy. Oh yeah, <laughs> totally, man. Yeah, Rambo about to throw a Molotov cocktail off a horse. Oh man, that's pretty serious. Rambo three. Rambo three. I didn't even think about a horse. Didn't even I think like about it. the horse. Like, why would you? <laughs> why would you? We got sand cars and helicopters. Yeah. Who needs a horse? What if? What well, if the helicopter brings the horse? Like the horse is dangling underneath the helicopter. The helicopter. <laughs> <laughs> and and just, at the same time, at the same time as Brock and Brad get there with burger, the helicopter comes and it drops the horse off. You get on the horse. You get on the horse, and you get, and then you eat the burger. You're eating the burger as the horse gallops away into the sunset. And then Brock and Cody I'm, get on that helicopter. I'm down with that one. <laughs> I'm down with that one. As long as I... The real, que- the real question is, Cody, where are you ordering this burger from? What restaurants are coming from? Oh, man. Whatever's on... The uh, burger bar. In, are you asking where my favorite burger's from? Or what do you... Or yeah. you just need me to... Burger bar in Vegas has been my favorite really? one. Yeah, they get burger a bar. Kobe beef burger pretty good i want to go there just for the burger now yeah it was pretty good one burger bar other than that i like to go to my home but yeah there's nothing better than just doing it i mean you always grab an in and out or shake shack or something shake shack's got that little relish uh pepper relish they put on it it's not bad i like burgers yeah what's the best hot dog in all of baseball stadiums cody no idea. that's what i really want to know you don't know no, I don't. He doesn't eat the hot dogs. I don't. There. I don't go in the fan section of stadiums usually. Where you they don't. They, you can't just like call up and say, yeah, "Hey, can. give me a hot dog." Yeah, but who wants Harper while that. you're playing? They're uh, our chefs are pretty good. Yeah, they have chefs. <laughs> <laughs> I, I would. I would probably guess the Dodger dog. I mean, the, that's, the that's Dodger like dog? the most famous one. Really? Yeah, it's like twice the the hot dogs, like twice as big as the bun. Really? <laughs> yeah. Huh. It's been around I think, a while. I think I might I might set a new goal of oh, Lord. eating a hot dog <laughs> eating a hot dog in every baseball stadium. That would be you would create a lot of fan following on that one. There you go. Dude. I think that'd be a fun goal because I love hot dogs. You get, I love to, go to, you get to go to thirty stadiums. 
Mm-hmm. Right? You get to go to all the stadiums. You get to go each You get to game. have a hot dog. You have to go to a game to get in, right? Yeah. You get to go to 30 stadiums, watch 30 games. It'd be pretty epic. Really. Yeah. I, I think you should do that. I think the Diamondbacks think have like a Sonoran. Yeah. Diamondbacks have that Sonoran dog, right? Don't they have that one? Yeah. Yeah. I think you should try it. Ready, set, go. Yeah. <laughs> hey, Caleb. I'm, I'm uh, pursuing some different things in my life right now. I'm going to need a leave of sabbatical. What do you got, about 115 games left this year probably? 120? Yeah, you could totally do it. 120 games, you only got to go to 30. Oh, you know what? I get the whole thing sponsored by Oscar Meyer. And Oscar I drive Meyer. the Wienermobile the from, 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 uh, dumb and from dumber. the stadium. <laughs> the Dumb and Dumber dog mobile, dude. Oh, Lord. The, yeah, I know what you're talking about. Yeah, the that. doors of the ears. Yes. Yeah. Oh, man. <laughs> Don't leave me alone with my thoughts. This yeah, is what well, happens. I come up with a I know. So you, you riding your bike. I've been in many hunts, and me and me and Ryer <laughs> have gone down many roads and that holes. were completely and holes. And holes. And somehow we mm. dig right back to the surface. Or not. Somehow. And we, or we just go to bed. <laughs> Usually it's that one. Yeah. Well, huh. usually it's Brock. You're falling asleep with a Diet Coke in your hand. That happens. My guy's off Diet Coke. Come on, you gotta be off it. Yeah, look, I got Kill Cliff in my Kill hand. Cliff. Oh, that's right. I don't support Diet Coke in my house. Yep. No Diet Cokes here. Just Kill Just Cliffs. How long has it been since you had one, Brock? Like a couple hours. A couple hours before he got here. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> he has a whole bunch before he gets here, and then <laughs> while he's here, he can't have them. Yeah. <laughs> got here. You having withdrawals? Well, yeah, of course. <laughs> Headaches. All right, Ryer. All right. We love you, buddy. Thanks for coming on. Ryer, it's a pleasure. Yeah. Appreciate the stories. Can't wait for next time. Yes, sir. It was a good time. Thanks for having me on, guys. Thank you. Got it. We'll see you later, buddy. See you. Bye. Later. Hey, thanks, y'all, for listening. Hope you enjoyed that one as much as I did. We did. We did. You can speak for me on that one. Yeah. Yeah, he's a fun guy. I wish you could all meet him in person because <laughs> he's amazing. But um, anyways, en- enjoy it. I hope you, I hope you enjoy it. Um, we'll see you next week. See ya. See ya. Later.